0: What's going on, what's going on, everyone? This is Lee with the Business Startup Channel, and today we have a very special guest, or actually we are his guests, and that is Dr. Daniel Salkamans. So, now, sir, did I pronounce that correctly? Correct, that is correct. Okay, <laughs> excellent. So, before I ask you some questions, I do want our audience to be a little bit aware as to who it is that you are, sure. where, where you're located, and what is it you do. So, you graduated from the Los Angeles College of Chiropractice in the year 2000. Correct. And you've also graduated with a degree in chemistry in 1997. Correct. Wow, that is, that is awesome. Uh, you are licensed in chiropractic and x-ray. Correct. And you're a member of like, a whole bunch of awesome organizations, especially that are pertaining to your field. Uh, California Chiropractic Association, um, International Chiropractic Association, and the American Chiropractic Association.
1: That is correct.
0: Um, You also do a lot of community service, which is very awesome because not all business owners do that. Uh, It says here you work with the Orange Lutheran High School, with Ironman Triathlon, Salvation Army for the Homeless Shelter, uh, La Habra Senior Citizens Home, Orange County, Los Angeles Counties for uh, eight clinics. And then this one here I'll definitely want to talk to you a little bit more about also, uh, and that is that you have been honorably discharged from the United States Marine Corps. Correct. <clears throat> so, as far as the purpose, it says here that you have made your life its purpose um, to use the talents that God has given you to help others live a healthier lifestyle, which I think is a great, great thing. Um, it says that you're de- dedicating himself to the art of philosophy of chiropractic that provides him the ideal setting to fulfill such a commitment. So, you actually get to practice a lot of your philosophy through what it is that you're doing. And he strives to be an example to those around him uh, and encourage them to be conscious of their physical, emotional, and social well-being. I met Dr. Dan about maybe a little over a year ago when I was in some serious pain. And he was able to help me get back on track and correct uh, some of the issues that I've been facing and I'm very grateful for that. Um, so this is a man that I trust greatly with my health and I see that he runs here an amazing business in the chiropractic in Orange County, California. So sir, I'm just going to dive right into it. And my first question is, how did you get started in this field?
1: Well, I started my father being a chiropractor. He was a chiropractor, but that doesn't mean that I'm automatically gonna go into chiropractic because I have two brothers and one sister that none of them are even in the health field. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one that became, and I'm the youngest, I'm the only one that became a chiropractor. Uh, I did work with my father for several years even before I went into chiropractic. Mm -hmm. Um, That showed me what chiropractic and the miracles that can be done through chiropractic. Mm -hmm. When I saw those miracles, I, me being always involved in health, I've always been involved in fitness, uh, I knew I wanted to go in that direction. When I got my degree in chemistry, it was a very easy transition right into chiropractic for me. I went into chiropractic college and, I, and, I, and I've never looked back.
0: Wow. So, and you said you started with your father, correct? Correct. What can you translate as to what it is that you've learned from your father. Let's say the top two things about what you've learned from him when it comes to a chiro- being a chiropractor or running a chiropractic practice. Sure,
1: sure. Um, my father was a first generation uh, sorry, he, he actually came from Holland. He was a- I'm the first generation American. And when he came here, he was actually a doctor in- not, not a chiropractor, but it's a, a special type of doctor in Holland. And when he came here, he went into chiropractic college, actually with a master's degree as well. So he had, he had only to do chiropractic college in two years. When he got into chiropractic college, he, I will say that most people in today's society will not understand, and I can appreciate this because he was my father. But my father lived on for for those two or even greater years because he he he, he had some problems financially at the beginning. He worked as a as a, uh, a midnight clerk at a bank. Hmm. He slept on a couch. He slept on what we call a banana chair, which is basically a sunbathing chair. Hmm. Um, he worked as a coach and he also when he was when he graduated chiropractic college he also worked in the college itself just trying to make ends meet so at one point in time he had three jobs a full-time job as a chiropractor part-time job as a as a coach and a full-time job working working in a bank doing uh, mathematics
0: was this here in California, or at a different location? This was
1: here in, in California. California. In fact, that's where my—that's where he met my mother. Was at a at the same bank. Ah. Yes, okay. I'm a first generation American <laughs> on both sides. My mother being from Cuba.
0: Wow. Only in America. Holland and Cuba. <laughs> Holland is, and Cuba. That is a very interesting mix. <laughs> so, what would you say is the main reason that you went? into the chiropractic. I mean was I know you mentioned the you're talking about your father, but is there anything else maybe um, independent of that, some of the reasoning?
1: Well like I said, I, I saw the miracles. But but the thing is, so did my brothers and sister. Hmm. They were, well, not so much my sister, but my brothers, they worked for my for my father for multiple years as well, even longer than I did. But because I was in I was always into health, I've always into fitness and and it was just a natural transition into chiropractic especially getting my degree in chemistry having a background in physical fitness it was a it was a real easy transition into that now a lot of people may have the same exact thing but I realized very very at a very very young age in chiropractic the person has to be the chiropractor before he goes into chiropractic. In other words, the person has to love it. He ha- he or she has to accept what's going to be happening. I'm gonna tell you right now, and we'll get into this probably in a bit, chiropractic is not the easiest world to live in as a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very difficult world. But if you can accept the fact that a lot of the things are going to be going uphill on everything you do, mm-hmm and you still can turn around and say, I love what I do, all of a sudden you're going to be, that's the w- thats the route that I want to go. Being right. able to help people, make a living, go to bed, going to bed at night saying, I'm taking care of people, I can rest easy at night.
0: I think that is awesome. And one of the things you just mentioned that, um, and hopefully it could change, shed some light uh, on this, as you said, because of the miracles. What would you say was the biggest miracle that you think you'd experienced in your field, in, in your years of practice?
1: Personally, I, I've seen many miracles going through my father, so just through me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I, there's, there's so many. I was, I mean, I can tell you about an individual that I adjusted and she literally leaped up, <laughs> leaped up off the table saying for the very first time, I can hear. Wow. I can tell you about an individual that literally I have to go out and put him underneath my arm and him and another, sorry, me and another person literally has to drag his feet behind him because he can't stand up and he's walking out an hour and a half later back to his car. Mm -hmm. I can tell you about individuals that have literally come to me. They're, they're saying, Doc, I can't breathe. And 15 minutes later, they're breathing normal. I can tell you about all the miracles. I can't put my finger on one. <laughs> There's too many. And the darnest thing is that these miracles are sometimes great, mm-hmm. like having literally the lame walk, mm-hmm. to as easy as somebody saying, hey, Doc, I'm sleeping better.
0: Now, Dr. Dem. In your opinion, what are some of the difficulties in your field today, as in 2019 chiropractic? What are some of the things that you see that you need some work?
1: Well, I think one of the things that, one of the difficulties that I see is education. when my son who is now 17 he's a senior in high school he was about 3 years old we were watching this cartoon and this cartoon was of this dog going to the doctor's office and me being inquisitive I sat back and I go I got to watch this one and anyway the whole show this whole half hour show was of this dog going to the doctors and at the toward the end of the show the doctor go or sorry the dog goes to the doctor's office hops up on the table and the doctor looks in the mouth, looks in the ear, checks this, checks that. And then the doctor, who was wearing this long lab coat and had a stethoscope and very professional looking in the cartoon, (laughs) turns around and says, you're healthy, turns around, comes back holding a giant syringe. You have to understand that, that the pharmaceutical industry ramrods our belief system, and we don't even realize it. We believe this, and based upon that cartoon that my son, who was three years old at the time, was being indoctrinated with this idea, you're healthy, you need drugs.
0: Mm.
1: When you're not healthy, you need drugs. It, it, it's completely wrong. Our bodies were made and designed to be able to handle so many different things. My son doesn't have any of his vaccinations. My son never goes to the doctors. He gets adjusted on a regular basis. Uh, my family, we get, we, we never go to the doctors. It's this education that, that people have been indoctrinated through their entire life, making them think that they need medications when in actuality, they don't. So in other words, the, the, the difficult part on my, on my perspective is, mm-hmm. somebody comes to my, through my door, I introduce myself, and from that point on, I have to educate them about a healthy lifestyle, about diet, exercise, getting your nervous system correctly, getting your emotions feeling correct and good, and all of a sudden, your body starts to completely change.
0: Mm-hmm. And you are... Uh very fit individual.
1: I definitely try, yes. And
0: uh, I mean, that is definitely, I think, something that helps. And, and I believe you're also uh, in jiu is that correct?
1: That is correct. I've been in jiu-jitsu for the past 12 years. I practice jiu-jitsu uh, several times a week. Um, currently, I, I, I wish I can give more time to it. I, I, I own my own business. So I, right now, I'm a, I'm a three-stripe brown belt, if anyone knows what the, what level that is. So I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm, I'm almost at my black. But um, to, I work out at the gym. Either I have two gym memberships. I spend probably 15 hours at the gym a week plus jujitsu. So I'm working out quite a bit. Wow.
0: How would you say martial arts has helped you in let's say in business not necessarily just like personal life but because to my understanding a lot of individuals who are high performers are into some form of martial arts
1: oh without a doubt um the disciplines that need to be done not only the disciplines of the art that you're training whether that be taekwondo muay thai karate jujitsu or whatever it might be then there's way too many to even mention but every (laughs) single one has a discipline that you need to be into, because if you're not practicing that particular style of fighting or that particular style of whatever, whether that be uh, jiu-jitsu or yoga, mm-hmm. I don't care, <clears throat> but at the same time, if you're not practicing that, you will start immediately to lose it. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely amazing how easy it is to lose the that face now on the opposite end of that what happens is it's not only the training of the style that you're that you're practicing but it's also the disciplines that are put into that type of lifestyle all of a sudden when you're training a martial art you want to get better so because you're going to be training that martial art you're going to be Eating a little bit better. Well, I'm trying to lose weight, so you're, you you want to stretch a little bit more. You know what? Let me start doing yoga. Let me start stretching on my own. I remember these old football stretches. I'm going to start doing that. All of a sudden, those start playing in the part, making it not just I'm going to practice Taekwondo, but all of a sudden, now you're practicing Taekwondo and now you're suddenly going to the gym working out with some weights, going on a a jog down at uh, Peter's Canyon or or at the local high school around the track, or whatever it might be, all of a sudden your life starts to change because you are in these disciplines. And that's exactly what it is. It is a discipline, not just of the martial art, but also of the lifestyle that that particular thing uh, 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 creates
0: so it transitions into multiple aspects
1: it for without a how it multiple aspects indeed
0: <clears throat> the next question is something I try to ask everyone mm-hmm. and that is what would you tell yourself on day one of you opening the doors to your chiropractic <laughs> practice that is a great question
1: <laughs> when I got into chiropractic um, I went straight into private practice I, I, I zoomed right into private practice with, you know, I just buried my head and went through it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that is something that I probably wish that I didn't.
0: And why is that?
1: And because you're you you gonna learn. You're gonna learn one way or another. And when you're doing it yourself, you're gonna learn and you're gonna reap the consequences of those, of those mistakes that you're gonna make because everyone makes mistakes in business. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, what I, would, what I would tell somebody, I would tell myself or anybody that's going into chiropractic, number one, don't think of yourself as, as God Almighty. Okay, <laughs> I've seen individuals, I've seen chiropractors get out of college and they think they're it and they don't do anything about it because I'm a doctor, they need to come to me. No, this world needs another chiropractor to like you, it. it needs a hole in the head. It doesn't need me, it doesn't need that individual, it needs, it needs to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And the only, one you're, only way you're gonna know who you are first is to define yourself. Go learn everything you can about chiropractic, not just what they teach in chiropractic college. I'm gonna tell you right now, chiropractic college is the easy part. Mm-hmm. Life is the hard part. And if you, it, what I would tell myself is this, go to a chiropractic office that sees an enormous amount of people and study it go there get a job there work there start to do and and by the way because of how the world runs you're probably not going to get the best pay and that's okay because you're it's it's better to get less pay and more experience than experience it the way I did, which is 20 years, 19 years ago, Mm -hmm. to be able to experience all the problems myself without having anyone show me, hey, you don't want to do that. Do it this way. Do it that way. Learn off other people's mistakes. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. And that's what I would tell people. That's what I would tell myself, and that's what I would tell anybody else.
0: Outside of you, running your business, mm. what would you say, and besides <coughs> jujitsu, as a business owner, what routines have you been implementing that have helped you to operate and grow?
1: Got it. Um, I continue to educate myself. I, I try to educate myself as much as I possibly can. Um, and not just in chiropractic. I try, to, I try to find out what's happening in the drug world. I try to find out what's happening in the nutrition world. I try to find out. And the reason why is because somebody's going to come up to you, inevitably, going to come up to me and say, hey, doc, what do you think of this diet? Hey, doc, what do you think of this exercise? Hey, doc, what do you think of whatever? And I need to come up with an answer. And I don't want to pull that answer out of the air and, and lie to them. <laughs> And, and I can't know everything, so I'll be the first to go, hey, Lee, I don't know that answer, but you know what? I'm gonna get that answer by the time you come in next time. And so I try to educate myself, number one. Number two, I make it a routine. A routine is the key when it comes to, when it comes to your health. You have to be exercising on a routine. And if you don't get in a routine, what's going to happen is life's going to get in the way. Things are going to become more important. You see me on Monday morning, I'm at the gym. And (laughs) why is that? Because Monday mornings, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Monday evenings, I go to jujitsu. Why is that? Because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I make it a routine. And as soon as something else more important in life, so to speak, comes about and it might be legitimately more important those routines start to collapse and crumble and next thing you know two three four weeks go by two three four months go by 10 15 20 pounds come on (laughs) (laughs) The, 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 the muscles start to shrink and the belly starts to grow and all of a sudden you 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 don't you used to work out you used to work out. So that's gonna be things that have definitely helped me. Getting in in these routines Mm -hmm. of exercise, of diet, of taking time for myself. I I take time for myself. I have to take time not only away from everybody but including my son, Mm -hmm. including my wife, including my practice. I go by myself. I want to be left alone on occasion Mm -hmm. And there, there, there's a saying, there's a time for everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. And there's a time for me to be alone, but there's also a time for me to spend time with my wife, spend time with my son, spend time with my friends and family and so on and so forth. So that right there, keeping it all together, keeping it secure, and I'll be honest with you, Lee, <laughs> there are people out there that hate that. That hate that about me because they cannot comprehend that because their lives are so scattered that they they like they actually become jealous of that. Mm-hmm. When they say, Hey, can you help me? <laughs> no, it's can't help you on Monday mornings. Can't help you on Monday evenings. Mm-hmm. I, I'm busy. Correct. So there you go.
0: One of the things that um I read about you in your introduction. Mm-hmm is that you were in the United States Marine Corps. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and talking about routine, was any of what you do today because of that experience?
1: I will say yes. I will definitely say yes. I spent six years in the Marine Corps. I was in the infantry. Um, So that means that if you've ever seen a war movie, if you've ever seen a combat movie and you see those guys fighting on the streets and fighting in the jungles and fighting on the desert, that's what I did. In fact, I, I, in the infantry, you, you live with a weapon in your hand almost every single moment of the day. Um, in the military, as an overall basis, I won't just pick, uh, pick on the infantry, but on an overall basis, there's a lot of routines. Going back to that routine situation, there's a lot of routines. You wake up every single day at the same time, Revelies at the same time, especially in the infantry um you have to be a little bit what we call gumby, which means a little bit more flexible um, to those routines, but at the same time, you, we have to be flexible, but we always resort back to those routines. Mm-hmm. So without a doubt, with regards of my my physical fitness, with regards to my education, with regards of, of just my life as a whole, I would say, without a doubt. Even though I was in the infantry, which you really had to become very flexible, Mm -hmm. um, without a doubt, the the routines and the the disciplines have to be there. Mm -hmm. That's very important.
0: Do you believe that, because I know that here in Orange County there are many chiropractors for people to choose. your discipline and your commitment, genuinely, is something that I see, mm-hmm. and and because I've, I've been visiting you for right. uh, over a year, uh, are there chiropractors who, you know, go into this for the wrong reasons? Oh, without a doubt. And if so, if so, uh, what would you tell somebody who is doing or is thinking about doing this for the wrong reasons? Say just to get into this as a as a money thing versus, let's say, actually helping people?
1: I would say don't do it. I would, without a, without a <laughs> doubt, say don't do it. Because <clears throat> in chiropractic, is <clears throat> like I was saying earlier, it's a very difficult uh, uh, practice, it's a very difficult career to live in. Mm-hmm. Because every single thing you do is going uphill. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy task. It's really not an easy task. In fact, I got from a, a bank A statistical analysis of the the finances of a chiropractor versus a physical therapist Mm -hmm. versus a um, natural path and that can be in a lot of different ways chiropractic was the lowest by far when it came down to the average chiropractor making money chiropractors are the lowest and i don't want to say that's right i don't want to say that's wrong i personally believe it it's it's in a way and it's because of the pharmaceutical industry mm-hmm. and the chiropractic butts heads so hard <laughs> <clears throat> let's face it let's, let's 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 make it real okay mm-hmm. the majority of people don't know somebody that's been hurt or killed by a chiropractor correct the majority of people knows someone that has been hurt or killed by medical error Mm -hmm. including my own father. So with regards to that people look at what I do and they're scared but statistical analysis shows that most Errors in medicine or the medical world or health industry is not going to be occurred by a chiropractor. <laughs> Can it happen? Of course. Let's paint the picture. You go, in fact, um, my wife one time went to a yoga class. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of the yoga class, the yoga instructor, the lights were dim, everyone was laying on their back, said this to all the pupils in the class, all the people, said, I'm going to come around and I'm going to adjust you. Just relax. And he, that's exactly what he did. He went over to every single person, got on his knees, adjusted the neck, went to the next person, adjusted the neck, and so on and so forth. He was performing a chiropractic adjustment without any education, without any background, without any background to the individuals mm-hmm. as well. But. If he would have injured someone in that brief moment, Mm -hmm. he was practicing chiropractic. And guess what that injury or death would have been caused by? And that creates the problem. Chiropractors are always going uphill because we are the ones that want to do it naturally while the medical world wants to do it (laughs) non-naturally, give you drugs. I'm gonna open your eyes, Lee. Medical doctors give medicine. Name one medication that doesn't have a side effect.
0: They all do, I think.
1: Every single one. Correct. So it's amazing how people will literally come around and they'll say, well, maybe I should tell my, my, my real doctor, and that just blows my mind. <laughs> Let me, maybe I should come around and tell my real doctor. And I just say, what do you think I'm doing? Hmm. I'm not trying to sound like I'm offended because I think, I think it's naive, but at the same time... Let's find out what's going on. Is there a time to go to a medical doctor? Without a doubt, mm-hmm. without a doubt. I'm not saying don't ever take medication. I'll am never saying I I'll never say don't ever go to a medical doctor. But at the same time, it's this uphill battle that chiropractors always have.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think about people coming in in general? Would you say the majority of they come in only after they've been hurt, they're in pain and they need your help and that's yeah. why they're here? or you know, what do you think is the percentage of people who should be coming in but they're neglecting or aren't aware of uh, over time? and And have you seen any kind of uh, let's say, uh, negative progressions in people, not because they were injured or but simply because they just neglected during you know living a lifestyle that. Uh, wasn't healthy. For example, let's say like my situation in the past, I used to drive trucks across country, and that was not good, but I didn't do anything about it. (laughs) Right, right, right.
1: Well, okay, I'll give you an example of an individual that came in early this week. Um, He was complaining of headaches, and that was it. He's been neglecting it for a numerous amount of years, and Somebody told him that he should try chiropractic, so he finally came in, never been to a chiropractor before. I take an x-ray, because we do x-rays in my office. Mm-hmm. Um, I took an x-ray of his neck. The main cause, the, main, the number one cause of headaches is gonna be what we call cervical or the neck, cervical genic, like mm-hmm. genesis headache, cervical genic headache um, starting in the neck. That's the number one cause, so mm-hmm. I took an x-ray of his neck. He had severe, what we call stage 4 degeneration, he had severe arthritis. He had bones that were literally fused together in his neck. Oh Discs that were completely collapsed, bone on bone. And I looked down and I go, I can't help you. And the reason why this is is because of what I was saying earlier, what I was just saying a moment ago, the medical doctors, they will give you medications to eliminate the headache, going back to this individual. And that's what all he's done. It's all he's ever done is just take medications. And the thing about medications is, the, the darnest thing about medications is, is that it works. It really works, they get rid of the headache. But what they don't do is, especially if it's a cervical genic headache, which is the number one, like 80% of all headaches are caused by the neck the problem's still there because medication doesn't do anything about the, the alignment of the spine, doesn't do anything for the problem mm-hmm. so what happens is over time the degeneration literally happens but you mask it with medication, you mask it with medication over and over and over and consequently because of that the person literally rots on the inside I know that sounds like, like I'm being melodramatic but they literally rot on the inside. Phase four degeneration, that means it's been happening for over 40 years, and he didn't do anything about it. To the cause of it, he only dealt with the the pain, and that's, that's not right.
0: Do you think there are any specific reasons why people might avoid coming into a chiropractor?
1: Yeah, because they're scared. They saw those movies that, uh, one guy just touches the neck and the guy drops down, and does the funky chicken, and never gets up because <laughs> that's scary. That's scary. But at the same time, like I said earlier, name one person that you've ever been that not that, you know, because all these stories. I've been in chiropractic for, for 19 years as a chiropractor in my entire life in chiropractic world. I know no one that's ever been killed by a chiropractor okay it goes back to that i had a lady um i i was working on her son just just a few days ago and she goes oh just work on the muscles don't do that that neck thing mm-hmm. i was like you mean adjust it here's the problem i'm I, the kids it was a seven, uh 17 year old boy i couldn't adjust him but i could massage i could take care of the muscles and that's exactly what i did And she's like, oh, don't do that cracky thing on the neck. (laughs)
0: It's
1: like, I'm just going to move the bone. It's going to make a popping sound, but it's not dangerous. Mm -hmm. No, no, that just freaks me out. (laughs) Okay, no problem. Wow.
0: If you could, what aspects of your business would you spend more time on? And what are the things that you would like to do less of? now that you've been operating for 19 plus years.
1: Right. That's a hard one, because I absolutely love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. Um, I would probably continue my my formal education. Mm-hmm. Being out of education for so many years, it's hard for me to go back now. Uh, and that's one of the things, like I was saying earlier, go get yourself a job working for a chiropractor that you're going to be educated on what chiropractic all about you can even take night classes and and continue your formal education but I would probably say try to try to continue my formal education uh, with regards of of philosophy psychology Um, chiropractic I don't want to say I know every single thing but I've been in practice for 19 years creeping up on 20 in just a month and a half Um, it's hard to say I know everything, but I don't want to. I don't want to say that. But I've seen a lot in chiropractic. Mm-hmm. There are things out there that will always be new. The good thing about chiropractic, old school chiropractic, is as old as nineteen. Uh, sorry, eighteen ninety-five when chiropractic was founded. Mm-hmm. It's as old as that, and still the same principles and same practices that they did at the turn of the nineteenth century is still practiced today. Mm-hmm. And so, with that in mind. I would like to go beyond that and look at the psychology, look at the philosophy, look at the, the inner workings, even take business courses. I don't, I've been in practice for 20 years, I've made every single wrong business decision you could think of and I wish that I knew how to do it and knew how to take care of it at the very beginning.
0: If I may ask, would you be willing to share maybe a mistake that you've done that now you realize that that was a mistake as far as business operations?
1: Sure. When I got into chiropractic, um, my father was a he was primarily what we call a third party liability doctor. In other words, he mainly dealt with individuals that gotten injuries, slip and falls, car accidents, um, getting injured at work or whatever. And I found myself following that same same field. Mm-hmm. Um my father he had a very very big busy practice in his heyday but at the same time when I was getting in it in it he was already on, he he wanted to retire. So his practice actually downsloped. When that happened, I was kind of trying to pull off this business idea but I had no business knowledge towards it. He tried to educate me, but that was at the same time that the whole chiropractic business world was shifting. Anyway, I was, uh, I was dealing mainly in third-party liability claims. Mainly, I'd probably say over 60% of my practice was what we call workers' comp. In other words, people getting injured at work. And the whole world back in 2008, approximately 2008, completely shifted. And I saw all my efforts towards building the practice going to no fruition. In other words, I was going out doing all the same things that I've been doing for the past seven years, eight years, and and it was just collapsing. No money was coming in. No new patients were coming in. I I almost had to close my practice. What I did was providence of God. That's the only thing I can think of because there was a point in time where I went to a seminar that I would never have gone to. I would never, ever, ever have gone to. I got this ticket to go to this seminar and I went to it and now I'm surrounded by 5000 other chiropractors it happened to be in Vegas which that's nor here nor there Um, I was surrounded by 5000 other chiropractors that's screaming the words wellness revolution and I'm gonna tell you Lee right then and there that is the pivotal moment that I took my whole practice and completely did a 180 and went the other direction. Mm -hmm. And I never looked back. I will tell you that was one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. Because my whole world for the past seven years of being a chiropractor has been built on that alone. And I completely took that foundation and completely changed it. Has it been a rough road? (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. It has been extremely rough. And the reason why is because now I'm now educating people on chiropractic. Before people got injured, you go to the chiropractor. You get injured, you go to the chiropractor. It was it, was, it wasn't hard sale. Mm-hmm. I get referred from an attorney. I get referred from a business. I re- it was really really easy. But at one fail swoop, I said, done with that. Let's close out all these cases. Let's open up work. Uh, uh, sorry. Um, let's open up wellness programs, mm-hmm. and that's. That has been the explosion that I've seen in my life where it, it has been a wonderful rough ride. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's say someone local here, maybe in Orange County or they're visiting Orange County, they're listening to this or watching this, and they say, okay, I, I wanna go and meet Dr. Daniel. Sure. Uh, maybe they have a back pain or, or neck pain. What will they ex- you know, What can someone expect to, okay, as soon as I walk through the doors, what happens? What Mm -hmm. what is the sequence of steps? Because I know a lot of people, I mean, there's different types of people. Certain people just want to know because they're afraid before they commit to something. Of course,
1: of course. Um, What people can expect when they're coming into my office? I'll start with that and then I'll kind of expand on it. Um, Somebody, obviously, make an appointment. Mm -hmm. We have to work off appointments. Um, Every so often, we'll get somebody walking in and very seldomly, Can I take them right away? Sometimes I can. That's more of a hit and miss. Um, Make the appointment. Now, what can you expect when you come in? Well, we're gonna have you fill out paperwork, which you can do online. Go to my website, which we'll talk about in just a bit. Go to my website. You can actually fill out the paperwork online. It'll save you 10 minutes in here. Mm -hmm. We bring you back. We go through a consultation talking about what you put down on the paperwork. Tell me about this, Tell me about that. Where are the problems problem areas? How do they occur? blah, blah blah. Then we take X-rays right here in the office. Then I do a physical exam. There's three points of perspective: the consultation, the history. Number two, the X-rays, which is just a static picture where your bones are. Mm-hmm. And number three, the physical exam, the dynamic. Movement of your body,
0: so they could do the X-ray right here in in, in the same location. They don't yes. have to go anywhere else. They don't have. Any, okay. They
1: have to. In fact, when I moved to this location, um, I didn't have my X-ray unit. Mm-hmm. I had to send them down the road to a radiology place. Not kidding. Fifty percent of the people never came back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I, I learned real quick, let's not do that anymore. Let me get my x-ray unit up as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they come in, they do x-rays right here in the office. I'm a licensed uh, x-ray technician. Mm-hmm. I can take x-rays uh, on my own license. So, I'm an x-ray, I, I can do the x-ray. Okay. So, what we also include is we also include an adjustment. Um, depending on the situation, if I can adjust them, we try to get them adjusted as soon as possible. Sometimes there are situations that I can't adjust someone. Okay, somebody has a a, a neck. I had an individual. Let me just, wait, wait, wait. I had an individual come into my office say, "My back hurts. Can you can you crack my back?" That was the wording that he used. Can you crack my back? And I go, "Well, um, I'm not touching you without X-rays. Mm-hmm. I just didn't trust this particular situation." He goes, I don't need those x-rays. Just, all you gotta do is just crack my back. I'm like, I'll tell you what, let me take the x-rays. If I don't find nothing, they'll be on me. If I find something, you have to pay for them. Sucker had a fractured spine. Oh, wow. Now imagine what would have happened.
0: If you would have touched him.
1: He would have been paralyzed and I'd be selling water softeners. (laughs) Wow. Going back to what I was saying earlier about...
0: Do other chiropractors around here also do x ray uh, as in a one-stop-shop type of thing? Again, I don't know much about that. Right,
1: there are some that do. The problem is, is that to, to uphold and maintain a, an x-ray unit is not the cheapest thing. Mm-hmm. To purchase an x-ray unit, they are not cheap. They are really expensive in most cases. Um, to maintain that x-ray, is also quite expensive. Now, um, that's why a lot of doctors don't. That's nor here nor there. I don't want to chance it, because if if the bone's supposed to go this way and I adjust you this way, I may not have injured you, mm-hmm. but I may have made it worse. Gotcha. And that's one of the that's one of the things that I see. Somebody will go to. Another place and no, they didn't take x-rays and I've been hurting ever since. It's like, Mm -hmm. wow, okay Maybe you should change chiropractors (laughs) 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 So yeah, it's not it's not I would say probably less than 50% has a has an x-ray unit Mm -hmm. Probably a lot more than 50% has an x-ray unit
0: Where do you think the future of your business will grow the most?
1: I would say that when I was a kid, when you were a kid, there was a handful of gyms. Mm -hmm. When you go and when you went to the supermarket, they may have a vitamin pack at the front. (laughs) Jack Elaine was the only thing out there. Mm -hmm. And now what I just mentioned, what, ha- what I saw in 2008 when I went to the seminar, a wellness revolution is actually is occurring. Mm. We are in this well- wellness revolution. Because right now you can go up and down the, this major street right in front of my office. Mm. And I can think of about five <laughs> different gyms, not including the private personal training gyms mm. here and there that are scattered. Most physical therapists include personal training to as an adjunct to their business. So with that in mind, when you were walking through when you were walking through the supermarket when you were a kid, like I said, they might have a vitamin pack. Now there's rows and rows and rows of healthy foods. In fact, the only place around town that, that you can get healthy food was a Trader Joe's, and that was one in one in every, you know, hundredth city. <laughs> yeah. And here in Southern California, they popped up all over the place, along with uh, uh, Whole Foods, along with all, all sorts of complete supermarkets that have been dedicated to getting healthy foods in our society. Mm-hmm. So there's a wellness revolution going on. And I see this wellness revolution continuously growing. Me coming out, like I'm doing this coming up Saturday, going out and educating people at a health talk at a, at a public library. Uh that is where where the growth is happening in our in this revolution people are realizing that 14,000 people die at the hands of medical doctors Uh Wow at the hands of medical doctors not including another 100,000 people that get killed because of wrong medications because of after effects of this particular procedure or whatever, Mm -hmm. not including the hundreds of thousands of people that have uh, 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 adverse reactions, not even just death, adverse reactions to the medication. Like you said, there's not one single (laughs) medication out there that doesn't have a, a side effect. You turn on the television, you have to get a drug to counteract the, dru- the medication of this drug. It's ridiculous. And people are realizing that it's absolutely ridiculous. All of a sudden, this wellness revolution, because I can go across the street to the Stater Brothers, and I can say, where's your healthy foods? And they're going to direct me. I can go up and down to any supermarket and the same thing. I can go to up and down the street and find a gym here, gym there, gym there, personal training here, a wellness center here. Mm-hmm. They're happening all over the place. The wellness idea mm-hmm. is growing. That's where the growth is. Gotcha. So,
0: um, And especially also being here in California. Especially
1: being here in Cal- California,
0: <laughs> yeah. I do have another question for sure. you. Um, it's slightly different, but... It's something that I do enjoy asking. If Dr. Daniel had to pair himself up with a business partner, what are the qualities that you would look for Mm -hmm. in that person?
1: Number one, they have to be extremely ethical. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be the best at what they're doing. They have to be extremely ethical, number one, Mm -hmm. by far. That's the number one thing. Ethics, to me, is the number one thing. Number two, they have to be willing to learn. They have to be willing to take the licks, be able to spend time and stay up late studying and going online, learning from other people, going back to school. I'm going to tell you, when I I graduated chiropractic college in 2000, Mm -hmm. that was December of 2000. I graduated. The next semester, three weeks later, I was enrolled at Fullerton College for business courses. Hmm. I did that for multiple years because I knew I want I wanted to expand it. And I took I took communication courses in college. I took business courses in college. My my degree is in chemistry, so I focused at chemistry. Or I focused at science, not just chemistry. I, I really enjoyed physics, and I. <laughs> anyway, we won't go there, but um, but it, it you, you got to be willing to say, "You know what i 'm in business and now i 'm going to be a freshman at college that's okay that's okay, and I continue to learn as much as I can. You have to be willing to learn. You have to be ethical, you have to be willing to learn and number three, I come old school marine.
0: You have to be disciplined.
1: You have to be disciplined because discipline, in my opinion, and this is where my success has really truly come, Mm -hmm. the success of anybody, unless it's luck, comes from discipline.
0: My next question goes right actually into that, and then before we wrap it up, discipline sometimes is a necessity. To create distance to get things done that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Has that something that you've encountered lately?
1: Yes and no. My I've been I've been so disciplined for so long that I don't see the distance anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to be undisciplined, and then suddenly I talked to Dr. Dan and said, and he said to me, You need to start being disciplined. And then I started being disciplined to the route that I am today. Mm-hmm. My wife would probably leave me. <laughs> <laughs> My son would go crazy. I mean, for instance, for instance, if, if I one time, because if, if, I, I take Fridays off, mm-hmm. I work Monday through Thursday. I've, I've earned that after 20 years. I've earned that. I take Fridays off. And Friday mornings, don't call me, (laughs) because I'm by myself. And guess what, my wife understands that, but if I wasn't disciplined and I slept in till 11 o'clock on a a Monday, or sorry, on a Friday, and suddenly one day I woke up and my wife wakes up at nine o'clock and where is he? Well, he went went to go be by himself, he went up to the mountains, he went to the (laughs) beach, or whatever it might be. If that was this huge change, that would create distance. So I can't say that I've seen that distance because I've been so disciplined my entire life. Hmm. In other words, my wife married me and all my idiosyncrasies, (laughs) if you wanna call it, but you know what? My idiosyncrasies have created the person that I am, which is an individual that absolutely loves people, loves his family, loves his country, loves his community loves his God, and I will do everything I can in order to help any of those things to be able to, to, to better our community. Because let's face it, Lee, our community is degrading. When it comes to health, it's degrading. More people are going to doctors. There's not enough doctors. So they, the doctors have thrown up their hands, and they say, go to the nurse practitioner. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, I think, I think because our, 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 our communication within our politics, in our communities, it, it, it all bears down to what does your insurance cover? Mm-hmm. What, does your, what does your doctor, is he going to recommend it? Will the insurance cover it? Well, how much do I have to pay? What's my copay? It's like, stop. Mm-hmm. Don't eat. <laughs> and tell me how you're going to feel in 40 days from now when you're dying on a bed mm-hmm. because your insurance didn't cover your food. It's, it, it's yeah. just absurd.
0: I mean, it definitely sounds like you have a lot of information and knowledge and um, you also teach and share a lot of that information as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I do. Um, if someone was to say, hey, you know what? I think I'm, I need a chiropractor. Maybe there's a back pain. Knee pain, neck pain. Sure, they're here in Orange County, or maybe they're just going through. And they said, "Okay, I, I think I want to go. You know, and make the first step. How would they find you? How would they contact you?"
1: Sure, um, you can always visit our website. That's phcayroforlife.com. It's p-h-c-h-i-r-o four, the number four life.com. You can call our office seven one four. you can just Google my name. Um, uh, Me being uh, one of nine males in the world with the last name of of Salkamans, I guarantee you're gonna find me. I guarantee you're gonna find me. So you can find me, uh, spelling my last name, S-O-L-K-A-M-A-N-S. You can put Dr. Dan or you can just put the last name, you'll find me. You'll, you'll also find my sister-in-law, which puts a lot of uh, recipes online, but that's a whole other thing. But uh, anyway, um, you can find us there. Um, that's Those are the best three ways you can find us.
0: Excellent, and then just in case, all the information will be included on the YouTube, the iTunes, the Stitcher, so if somebody wants to contact you directly, they'll be able to do that. Awesome. Everyone, thank you so much today. Again, we've been with Dr. Daniel, and he's been talking about his journey, about chiropractics and definitely I've learned quite a bit today. Sir, thank you so much for allowing me to be your guest today. You have an excellent day. Thank you. Thank you you so much.
1: Thank Thank you you so much, Lee.